1: And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bob Bernie Live whether you are listening in Columbus, Ohio or in Washington D.C. And uh, to our friends in Washington D.C., we had a little technical glitch there at the top of the hour and we apologize for not giving you the uh, the beginning music as we normally do. We had a little computer problem earlier this morning that uh, we thought had been taken care of. But anyway, welcome. We are delighted that you're along this afternoon, whether you're listening in Columbus, Ohio, or whether you are listening in Washington, D.C. The President of the United States is holding a very, very, very rare full press conference, and uh, he has held fewer of those press conferences than any president in modern history, and I, and I want to say this with respect, and I and I really do mean this. Uh, I believe in respecting authority. I think Scripture teaches that. I believe in praying for those that are in authority. It doesn't mean I have to agree with them. And I work. I try very hard to respect Joe Biden. As our president. And I mean that sincerely because I want to respect the office. Often the individual in office doesn't deserve the respect. And I don't know that our current president deserves the respect personally, but he is the president. Uh, When Barack Obama was elected, I had callers call me and say, he's not my president. And I took a very firm stand on that. So oh, do, yes, he is. He If you're an American, he's your president, and he is my president. Now, there's a lot of controversy about the legitimacy of the last presidential election, and I get that. I get the arguments. I really do. However... Whether you feel the election was stolen or not, or whether he was certified by the Congress of the United States to be president. Well, I don't think he should have been. Okay, I get that. I understand. But he was. And that's what our Constitution calls for. So, he is the president, and I try to respect the office. With that said and I mean it very sincerely, uh, during the top of the hour I listened uh, to as much of the press conference as I could listen to. And it's very easy to understand why he doesn't do this often. He is not handling himself well at all. He is stumbling, he is stammering, he's... Uh, and here's here's what I, you know, there have been questions about his mental ability, his cognitive abilities, even before he was elected president. And I think those are fair questions. I really do. And what really gets me is in listening to him, in one moment, he sounds very cohesive and cognizant and fluent. And then three minutes later, he is wandering And trying to put a sentence together, I'm not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, and I don't play one on TV. But I I think the questions about his mental capability are are rational questions, I I really do. Uh, He was asked during that top-of-the-hour break by a reporter, not a conservative reporter, someone from the mainstream media, Uh, Mr. President, when you were uh, campaigning to be president, you uh, campaigned heavily uh, to the black community and in the black community, and uh, you promised them that you would uh, um, push forward voting rights, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and the reporter, and again, this is a reporter from the mainstream media, said, I'm talking to people in the black community, and they're disappointed. Now, once again, this is a mainstream media reporter, a black female, who said, I'm talking to people in the black community, and they don't think you kept your promise. They don't think you've got their back. They don't think you're on their side. And the president went off on this rambling I mean, just rambling, incoherent defense of how he is dealt with the black community. And it was just, to me, it was just absolutely incoherent. And then he was asked, uh, in your inauguration speech, you promised that you would be a president that unites us. And then a reporter referred to his speech that he gave in Georgia, where he implied that anyone, and I mean anyone, who disagrees with his legislative agenda concerning voting rights and privileges is a racist. And the reporter said, is that uniting us? Part of what he said in Georgia, and You know, I I, I agree with very few of the policies of President Biden, very few. But I think the thing that troubles me more than almost anything is how divisive he is. He is unbelievably divisive. Now, rather than just making a blind statement, let me give you evidence for that. After he gave his speech in Georgia, which was inflammatory, incendiary, and in many ways, absolutely incorrect, he tweeted this. This is from the president himself. And I quote from President Biden on his Twitter account. Remember all the grief that Donald Trump got for his tweets? President Biden, on Twitter, and I quote, Jim Crow 2.0 is about two insidious things, voter suppression and election subversion. It's about making it harder to vote. Who gets to count the vote and whether your vote counts at all? We have to pass the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. No. he is hoping and praying that people have not studied Jim Crow. Because anyone, Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal, white, black, Asian, doesn't make any difference. Anyone who has any objectivity at all and any understanding of American history at all would understand what a ridiculous thing it is to compare Jim Crow to our current voting and the push for like voter ID in individual states. We just celebrated Martin Luther King junior's birthday. To, to compare what's happening today and the current legislation that the Democrats are trying to push through to Jim Crow is a slap in the face and an absolute insult to all who marched. It is an absolute insult to To the legacy of Martin Luther King Jr. and the civil rights movement that accomplished so very, very much. To say that this is Jim Crow 2.0 is insane and an insult to those who lived through the Jim Crow days. All right, i got to take a break. Approve what I'm saying. When we come back, my number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. We'll be back.
0: Today's news, God's word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live,
1: folks. Um, I, I don't ask you to agree with me on everything. I don't expect you to agree on with me on everything. But I do expect you to do your homework and to use, and I don't mean this in a defensive way. I mean this in a kind, gentle way, but a truthful way. I expect you to use the brain that God has given you, just like you would expect me to use the brain that God has given me. And sometimes in the political world, people don't use their brain. They just don't. And they, they believe whatever their political party tells them. And that's true on the right as well as the left. It is true. Some Republicans, some conservatives believe whatever their political party tells them or their favorite politician. That is really dangerous. I don't care whether you're a Republican. <laughs> a Republican or a Democrat, a conservative or a liberal. God gave you a brain. Use it. And today, it is so much easier to do a little bit of research than it was 30 years ago. Information is so much more readily available than it's ever been in the history of mankind. Which brings me back to President Biden's speech a few days ago in Georgia and his tweet. He is trying desperately to get this voting rights bill pushed through Congress. No Republicans are supporting it. Two Democrats are refusing to support it as well. And here's what he tweeted. Let me read it again. This is from the president. Jim Crow 2.0. And all of you know that. You know, new computer program is 2.0, 3.0, whatever. It's the same thing, just, in you know. Jim Crow 2.0 is about two insidious things, voter suppression and election subversion. It's about making it harder to vote. Who gets to count the vote? And whether your vote counts at all. We have to pass the Freedom to Vote Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. As I said before, that is inflammatory, it is demeaning, it is a slap in the face, it is an insult to the entire civil rights movement. Now, why do I say that? Have you studied what the Jim Crow laws were all about? The Jim Crow laws were the separate but equal laws The Jim Crow laws provided white only drinking fountains, and then the drinking fountains for the colored people. White only restrooms, and then the restrooms for the colored people. The uh, white only lunch counters. Remember all of that controversy? It was about segregation, it was evil, it was wicked. The Jim Crow laws were about separate but equal. It was about enforcing, on a federal basis, segregation. Now, what is the opposition to this current legislation? Well, most of the opposition is because it would remove, it would basically federalize our presidential elections— well, that's in violation of the Constitution. The Constitution provides that the states oversee the elections. And the major objection, there are a couple. The uh, This legislation that the president and the Democrats are trying to push would prohibit any kind of voter ID. A photo ID or any kind of ID. It would be willy nilly, wide open voting, anybody can vote anywhere, and you by you by your own statement, your word, you get to vote. Now think of anything else you get to do without voter ID without ID. Think of the hundreds of things that you cannot do unless you have ID. If you're a drinker, I am not, but you are carded for alcohol. You want to buy cigarettes, you're carded. Well, why don't we just accept people's word? If we, you know, believe everybody is honest, why don't we just believe their word? That's ridiculous. We are human beings with a fallen nature, and we have a tendency to lie. We do. Humans have a tendency to lie if it benefits them. To say that requiring a an ID to vote is equal to Jim Crow, are you serious? Or ballot harvesting? If these laws are passed, anybody can go around, pick up ballots, and turn them into the election office or whatever. Well, wouldn't that make it really, really, really easy to cheat? Wouldn't it make it really easy to intimidate voters? Wouldn't wouldn't that open the doors to like the old extortion things in Chicago? Remember that? Hey, we're, uh, we're encouraging you to buy a little insurance here for your store. Um, you know there've been a lot of fires around here, and um, if you uh, if you give us a little money, we can uh, you know we can ensure that uh, your place doesn't burn down. Get you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That was the rackets. This ballot harvesting. Hey, we'll give you twenty bucks if you vote for our candidate. And nobody would know. This this voter, these voting laws would make it so much easier to cheat. But back to the Jim Crow thing. For the President of the United States to either display his absolute ignorance of history, and I can't believe that, or to use something absolutely inflammatory, hoping and praying that the people that hear it are just too dumb, just too dumb to understand history. It is, it is shocking, it is sad, and it's incredibly divisive. We'll be back.